Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Welcome to All Rather Mysterious. We're back, everyone. Yay, guess who's back. Yeah, it's, everyone's it's everyone's secret favourite podcast. Very secret. Very, so they keep it very close to the chest. Thank you. Uh, the podcast aims to unlock the mysteries of the past with the key of fact. I'm bored of that now. Uh, my name is John Rain. <laughs> John, a new one. Uh, your name is... David Reed. Your name is... Eleanor Morton. And please join us as we present to you mysteries that have yada, yada, yada. Blah, blah, blah. We're going to bring you closure, essentially. Yes. In a roundabout way. Eleanor, you're going first. I am. And what have you got? Well, today, first of all, I've got another lovely illustration, which I'll try not to... Um, Hello. For the uh, Twitter. It's... Uh, oh, there we go. It is... Uh, I'm doing the Versailles time slip of 1901, starring Charlotte Mobley and Eleanor Jourdain. I think My it's just goodness. Jordan, but I like to say Jourdain. Jourdain. Like Louis Jourdain. Do you guys know this one? No. No. Ooh, not, never okay. heard of Versailles time slip. T- Versailles time slip. It okay. sounds like a released only on CD Doctor Who episode. It is, that's what I'm doing. Or a negligee. <laughs> The time slip. Marie Antoinette's time slip. It's a negligee, but also a digital watch. (laughs) (laughs) It can monitor your heart rate. Um, So it is uh, slash no one. Um, and the time is the time. <laughs> the time. Oh, I forgot to. Do, I was going to do that on purpose, and then it'd be like, oh, she's owning oh. it now. She's, but I didn't. You have, you have owned it, though. Thank you. The date is August. Wait, that works actually. Um, okay, two. So our characters are yes. uh, two. I think you call them education educationers. That's the word, right? What teachers? Teachers. Well, so. Charlotte Mobley, who was born in 1846, became the first principal of uh, the Women's College St Hughes in Oxford in 1886. So she's quite a big cheese in the old women's education world. Right. And then Eleanor Jourdain, Jourdain. Uh, born in 1863, is her new assistant. All right. So it's 1901. Um, Eleanor's just been hired and they decide, uh, why don't we get to know each other by going on a fun girls holiday? Is that what they called it? Yes, they were like uh, girls on tour. 
Um, so luckily, um, Eleanor Jourdain owned a, an apartment in Paris, as we all do. Oh, that's very lucky. Isn't that nice? Um, and so they thought, oh, we'll go there. We'll have a nice time in Paris. Um, and they were both daughters of clergymen, coincidentally. Well, I think one of them was the daughter of a bishop. So they're quite religious. They're quite into that kind of stuff. Did they go to the Moulin Rouge? Yes. And they both they they both reenacted some of their favourite scenes from the film. Did they sing the Nirvana song? They sang the Nirvana song. <laughs> Excellent. Um, has anyone been, have you been to the Moulin Rouge? No. Hasn't it gone? No, I, th- I think it's just quite tacky now. I They'll mean, have it was... rebuilt it if, if it had. Didn't gone. the original burn down? I think I think the of all the sexual burned. energy, everything burned down. Yeah, in those friction. Days. It was a friction fire. Mm. Friction. June McGregor's voice that did it. Wouldn't my gift is my song. <laughs> Too high for you. Say a word against you. I like you. It's a mystery that he's not in Rocket Man. Lisa's third cousin. What? Your third f- favorite or third? No, third cousin, not right. favourite cousin. Your right. friend's third cousin. Mm, it's a very small Why country. isn't he in this show? It's a very small yeah. country. Why isn't he here to stick up for himself? <laughs> oh. But they decide, because mm. they're classier than that, that they're going to go see Versailles Palace. Have you been? Have you been? No. No? I w- um, I've only been to P- Paris when I was very young and I was dragged around a load of museums and art galleries did, and then yeah. went to sleep. Yeah, it's, it's very tiring. Yeah. Don't go as a child. Um, they went to Versailles, which people may or may not know, is the big fancy palace that... Oh, let's see if I can get this right. Louis the 15th, possibly. One of the teen Louis, it wasn't a teen at the time, built Versailles for himself on a swamp, actually. Great idea. That burnt down. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of um, plumbing problems. Um, So a great big gaudy palace full of gold and things, and people still go and see it now. It's all very nice. It's got lots of chandeliers, fancy stuff. Um, but they wanted to go and see Marie Antoinette's um, Petit Trianon, which was her own personal tiny palace in the gardens because um, Marie Antoinette um, liked to pretend she was uh, a normal woman with a normal palace. And also she had a pretend farm where she would pretend to like milk the goats and collect eggs and things. she pretend to? Yeah. Did she not milk the she goats? Mimed them. She mimed She mimed. Were they real goats or were they servants dressed as goats? That would have been fun. No, but the servants did... Um, All the actual legwork. They they hid the eggs around the place. Oh, my God. She, they would clean them up and then they would this hide is, them. This is enablement. Oh. It was very... Um, Marie Antoinette has really gone down in my If estimate. they behaved themselves, did she, did she let them eat cake? Well, well I don't know. Croissants, maybe. Oh. Um... So she had all these little... Because the Versailles Gardens are huge. So she had all these little uh, extra bits just dotted around and they thought, let's go visit the Petit Trianon. So uh, apparently they weren't impressed with Versailles the Palace, um, which is why they decided to go... Snooty. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is, it's just all made of gold. I don't see what's not impressive about that. But maybe, uh, I don't know. I they, didn't, maybe I they didn't, found it gaudy. I didn't go to Oxford, so... <laughs> um, Still bitter about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Let it go. <laughs> um, so they, they went down to uh, Le Petit Trianon, um, but they took a wrong turn and became lost in the huge gardens. Um, and it was a hot day. And as they took this wrong turn, they began to see a number of strange things, which I shall now list. Mm. <laughs> Mobley saw a woman shaking, uh, shaking a sheet out of a window of a cottage. Not that strange. No. <laughs> and that's the whole thing. So what do we got? <laughs> My God. What do you think? Um, at the same time, um, Jordan, uh, Jordan saw a farmhouse with an old plough outside... Wait, guys, wait. I'm going to do more. Um, um, but they, but <laughs> Why are these in the list? 
I'm going to tell you at the end. Okay. Um, they both. They... One of them saw an enormous palace in the distance. <laughs> One of them saw a woman, and the other saw a woman, and it was each other. They're in reflection, as if witchcraft <laughs> in a mirror. They both saw two palace gardeners in long greyish green coats and three cornered hats, who apparently looked very dignified. Right. Who told them to go straight on. Then Jourdain. Tis the devil, I tell you. <laughs> gardeners! Maybe it's just because it was French and it just didn't think that. Right. Um, Jourdain saw um, a woman and a girl standing in the doorway of a cottage holding a jug, but she described it like a tableau or waxwork. She said um, they were sort of frozen in the poses. Um, and then they saw um, they both saw a man at a kiosk. Um, they both described him as having a rough, dark complexion and an air of evil about him. They both used those exact words. Mm, yes. Okay. Uh, stereo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Together. He was like, that's kind of rude. Um, <laughs> they then saw a man with curly hair who directed them to the Petit Trianon. Uh, Mobley saw a woman sketching under a tree in a summer dress and hat. Um, and at this point, um, they arrived at the Petit Trianon and continued their tour with the other visitors. During the whole, all right, so during the whole event, they both described feeling an oppressive, unnatural atmosphere, and Mobley said that everything looked flat, lifeless, Uh, there were no effects of shade or light and no wind, so it was as if they'd sort of stepped into a sort of picture book. And the reason I mention all these seemingly uh, innocuous things that they've seen is that only, for, for most of them, only one of them saw it. So, so when they got home after this, um, they they sort of didn't really mention it. And I think about till a couple of months later, they kind of went. Remember the time we visited the Petit Trianon? Do you think it was weird that everyone was sort of wearing like eighteenth century clothes and uh, like everything was weird and and flat, and we felt kind of sick? Um, and they were like, yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, so what they did was they both made separate accounts of what happened, and then they compared notes, and they found that. They didn't see exactly the same things. They both saw the two palace gardeners with the uh, three-cornered hats, sort of 17th century, 18th century clothes. They both saw um, the ev- the man with the evil air to him, apparently. Mm. Um, and they both saw um, the man who di- directed them to the Petit Trianon, but only Mobley saw the woman under the tree. Um, only Mobley saw the woman shaking the sheet out of a window, and only Jourdain saw the farmhouse with the old plough outside. And they sort of uh, started to realise that they may have been back in time. Mm. Goodness me. Yeah. I mean, that's a hell of a leap. It is. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Is, is there more? Um, well, no. I mean, that's all that happened. They say... they sh- Shut up. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Right, so they... They make this list and they're like, well, why did... Uh, see, I've I've also... I'm not going to put this online. I've also tried... I was going to start drawing the woman with the sketchbook, but I, I got bored. Ironically. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the women didn't... So they didn't talk about it. And when they did, they found that they had both seen different things, but they both felt like they were having a weird kind of vision um, when it happened. So they revisited Versailles... But they could never retrace their steps. They couldn't find the some of the same. They couldn't find the kiosk or the bridge, and some of the landscape had changed. Some of the paths were different, and they started to speculate that maybe they had seen visions of ghosts, because the day that they visited, which I believe was the tenth of August, was also the day, um, the anniversary of the massacre of the King's Swiss Guard, um, and 
they speculated that they may have been seeing some of the uh, royal aristocrats in their last moments before the revolution. Before they were massacred mm. by a woman with a sheet out yes. of a window. <laughs> Ma'am the plough. Um, and uh, and they speculated that the woman under the tree could have been Marie Antoinette because she was wearing this sort of old-fashioned costume. Sure. Um, so can I ask a question yes. at this point? Marie Antoinette is dead at this point. She is history. dead. She's right. a hun- about 110 years. Sorry, this I... is 1901. Sorry. 1901, right. Sorry, this is 1901. I didn't pick up on that. I'm sorry. Oh, that's I... my... No, you probably said... It's no, I probably, I, probably said, I probably said right at the beginning and then I didn't say it again. Um, yes, yeah, this is 1901. Right. So this is, this is Edwardian slash... Uh, Victorian. Mm. So this is way after the revolution, if you guys know history, which I know you do. Yes. Yeah. I wrote a play about the I know, I listened to it. It was very good. Thank you. Um, it, it has two Oscar nominees in it now. <laughs> and neither of them are you. Neither of them are me. <laughs> Who are the Oscar nominees? Um, Richard E. Grant and Sally Hawkins. Pretty good cast. That yeah. is pretty good. Pretty good cast. Best we've ever got. Wow. Sorry, everyone who's been yeah, in well, the, the later ones. Sounds... I'm available, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm also available. Good yeah. to know. Yeah. Um, Many years after the revolution, right? Um, and the again, the odd thing was that the looking at some of these scenes, the woman shaking the thing out the window, and the woman with the jug, and a couple of other things, it looked as though they were frozen, like waxworks, or they were doing like a tableau vivant, which, if you know French, means a scene that is alive. All these two posh girls from Oxford who yep. were wandering through their garden, and they were like. What are you doing in our garden? <laughs> Excuse me, this is if, a... we, if we just stay still, they'll go away. <laughs> what are they doing? This is a private party. Uh, ah, les Anglais? Oui. Mm. I was pissing by the window <laughs> and I heard a shit. <laughs> Never gets old. It doesn't. Um, so they decided eventually, uh, about 10 years later, quite a while later, um, to publish their experiences um, under pseudonyms in 1911 as an adventure um and so this got very very popular the public were lapping this up mm. they were like oh time slip this is all very exciting maybe they saw ghosts of the past um they also speculated that the dark complexioned man they couldn't stress enough how dark complexioned he was by the way uh who was evil evil man with dark complexion so right so so is it possible they were afraid of the dark-skinned man i think is that's that, yes. yeah i'm, I'm think, getting that yeah i'm getting that well mm. well mm. the the possibility if it's uh if it's you know really was a time slip is that he was the uh, see if I can get this right the Comte de Vaudreuil that's him yeah, yeah. <laughs> who was a friend of the Queen his signature went on a bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, and he was also of Creole origin so he would have had oh. uh, a dark a, a band called the Coconuts <laughs> was he uh, was a he an pigeon. evil man historically I, d- I think he had his friends near his enemies haven't we all well I think I think he was unpopular because he was a favourite of the Queen and everyone hated that they didn't like Marie Antoinette, did they? No, a lot of people didn't. Oh, yeah. For several reasons I've already mentioned, like pretending to be a, a peasant and... Uh, just, Milking things. Um, have you seen the Custom Dunst film? No. I was going to ask about that. Have you seen it? I, I really enjoy it, but I don't think it's very good. Is it, that where they put modern things in it? Yeah, yeah and it looks really punk. pretty. Yeah, punk, that was it's, it. Uh, it's got lots of pretty pictures. Unless you were just calling me a punk, I don't, I don't know. You punk! How dare you, <laughs> you creep! Not have seen it. Um, it's, uh, wasn't it... Um, uh, Coppola, Sophia, Sophia Coppola's Coppola, yeah. follow-up to Lost in Translation. Yes, uh, not as good, but um, it's got the, Jason Schwartzman though. That's never it a does, bad thing. And it's He's got, a Coppola, and it's got uh, it's got Steve Coogan. Adrian, not, he is not a Coppola. Adrian from to Rocky my knowledge. is his mum. Is that right? <coughs> Jason Schwartzman's mum is Adrian from Rocky. 
Who's Francis Ford Coppola's sister? That's right, uh, Talia Shire. Uh, That's right. Nick, Nick Cage is a Coppola. He is a Coppola. He is. His real name is Nick Coppola. Nicholas Coppola. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know why he's called Nicholas Cage? Because uh, he can't be caged. <laughs> and he doesn't wear pants. <laughs> That's right. No, it's from the comic book character Johnny Cage. Ah, yes. Because he's in, he, he likes his comics. Do you know what his son's called? Uh, Kal-El. Kal-El. Ghost Rider. <laughs> the other one's called Ghost Rider, the one he doesn't yeah. like very much. He's got, uh, he was born with a flaming skull. Uh, anyway, sorry. He wants to forget that film. We digress. Um, yes, sorry. So so they publish they publish this. Um, it, the, they're, they're, they keep their identities uh, secret. Yeah, for so, good reason. Yeah, we can't, we can't deny that they weren't looking for fame. They probably thought that as some of the pioneers of women's education, if they came out with this, everyone would think women were too stupid to go to us. Mm, instead of just these two. <laughs> so yeah. this, well, we do tend to get blamed as a whole. The pseudonyms <laughs> they used, were they man's names? It, yeah, it, uh, no, it wasn't. It was ladies' names, but uh, mm. I can't remember. I, I wrote them down, um, but they were not. Barbara Cartland. <laughs> <laughs> Jane Austen and George Eliot, which was confusing. I saw the grave of one of the Bronte sisters, was it where it was ago. supposed to be? Oh, just floating. Oh, was it? it was where yeah. it was supposed to be. There was a sign pointing towards it, next right. to it. Oh, right. It where, was in where, Scarborough. Oh, I was in Scarborough the other day. That's very nice, though. I did not see the grave of Charlotte Bronte. It's up a really high hill, and by the time I got there, I thought, it's no wonder she died climbing <laughs> this. Climbing up there? Yeah, it's, very, it's a very steep hill. Sorry. Oh, but she wasn't from Scarborough. No, Why but I she believe she there? liked it there. Oh, Maybe okay. she was looking for uh, Heathcliff. I know she didn't write that book. And then she fell off the cliff, looking for Heath. Heathcliff the cartoon cat. God, there's a blast from the past. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, yes. So, right. Time slip. Any, yeah. any other questions before I go on to my theory? No, please go on to your theory. I have a theory. I have a theory I think as well. the only theory. <laughs> I think you guys have definitely got some theories. Um, okay, first theory. Yeah. It was a uh, sunstroke slash shared hallucination, also known as a folly adieu. Do you I'm, know, do you yeah, know I, folly adieu? Folly adieu, yes. I, I, yes. I mean, go, go on. I see nothing, <laughs> nothing to imply any hallucinating happened at all as they saw utterly mundane things. Yeah. <laughs> if they were like all elephants and bears and pterodactyls, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But they were old like. mundane things. They saw yeah, a plow. At Versailles. Oh, yeah. I didn't mention <laughs> they that... tend to be quite conservative at Versailles, I think. <laughs> I, d- I didn't mention the plow was one that people don't use anymore. Right. Mm, they don't use it. A hundred-year-old okay. plow. Right. At Versailles. Yeah. They have might... quite a lot of hundred-year-old things at yeah. Versailles. They might have been doing a recreation of something. Yeah. Um, so folly adieu is, if you don't know what that means, it means madness of two. And it's uh, there's been a couple of famous cases, such as the Papin sisters, which is basically where two people, often women, uh, sort of have a shared madness where they see stuff or they murder someone. Um, and then everyone likes to, to also link it to being lesbians. Um, there's ma- that film, isn't there, by Peter Jackson... Heavenly uh, Creatures. Heavenly, Heavenly creatures. creatures, which is a true early, story as early well. Early Kate Winslet. Yes, yes, exa- that's exactly what it is. That's exactly the sort yeah. of thing. So they thought it might have been that because women are all Mad. Cra- crazy lesbians. Yeah. Um, so, fact. fact <laughs> that is. If they want fact. to be, it, it's entirely their choice. We're saying being gay is a choice. No, no, no. I'm saying if they want to be crazy <laughs> lesbians, they're, they're allowed. Yes. Um, so, uh, also hysterical women wanting attention. Sort of makes sense, but then they didn't actually, uh, you know, tell anyone because they were. If they wanted attention, they would have published it under their own name, yeah. wouldn't they? No, yep. And right, big, sisters. Big pictures of themselves. <laughs> um, okay, here is uh, here is a theory. I think you guys will enjoy. Yes. Um, apparently, at Versailles at the time, 
um, lived uh, basically next door, a local eccentric called Robert de Montesquieu. Very dark-skinned man, evil-looking. <laughs> Owned a plough. <laughs> Owned a plough. And servants. He made them wear tricon hats. Well, he frequently held fancy dress parties. There we go. <laughs> Stamp it. In the grounds of Versailles. However, <sighs> there's no record of one happening that day. Who has a record of their party? Yes, yes, because he has to hire out Versailles. He can't just wander in. He has to be like, uh, I need to... I don't know, think they get, were in Versailles. I think catering. I need to get all this stuff. They wandered off site. That is what happened. It's all in the ground. All it's right. all in the ground. All right. Um, so, yes, and he would frequently hold sort of uh, tableau vivant stuff. Also, apparently, um, a lot of it was um, it was him and all his gay friends dressing up as women for fun. Okay. So, potentially, they didn't see Marie Antoinette. They saw a man in a dress. Or just a woman under a tree. Or a woman under a tree. <laughs> um, but one of them didn't see her. This is what I'm saying. People can look in different directions, <laughs> especially when they're as drunk as these two clearly were. <laughs> I mean, that is the piece of information they will omit from the record, isn't it? We just got lost, officer. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Okay, my next theory. You're talking to a tree. <laughs> my next theory, and I think I think you'll agree this is the most likely. Time travel. Right. It obviously, yeah. there was obviously like trauma in in certain traumatic events cause slips in time to happen, rips in our in our the fabric of our universe, and and, and that's what causes ghosts to appear. So what was the trauma times. that caused the Swiss Guard massacre? And you oh, know, I just see. everyone getting quite tense, you know, a lot of tension, knowing everyone's going to get their heads cut off in about a week or so. <laughs> Um, so not at the actual event. Not at the actual event. Oh, it, a week's anticipation at a massacre. Or Marie Antoinette was just getting really un, uh, frustrated with her drawing that day because she was trying to do a horse and they're really tricky. And, and she couldn't yeah. find any eggs. And, and she, So the trauma of that caused Maybe she milked time. a horse and was quite <laughs> traumatised by that afterwards. You can do it. Um, so, yeah, it was... It was uh, so, yeah, that, that was... Because um, it could have been the, the Comte de Vendrun. And this was called Massacre. Um, all right, that's theory. Then I think, um, I think personally, that it was probably aliens on a day trip sure. to Earth, and they got their they got their time period wrong by about a hundred years, and so they're sort of walking around in eighteenth century clothes, waving at people. Um, but actually, completely, they you know you know like when you mm. when you um, you know in in like uh, period dramas when when like in Braveheart they're all wearing kilts and that's not historically accurate. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But people yeah. just assume and so Highlander as well. Mm. So they they, they well got, that is historically. It's like it's they like, didn't have kilts. No, the whole film is very much true. Oh, apart from the kilts, it's fine. Yeah. 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 The rest is all true. Mm. Yeah. They did have. Uh, the quickening, <laughs> wobbly, wobbly uh, rubber axes. They did. Have those. Sean Connery is Spanish. That uh, Egyptian. He's Egyptian. Egyptian. Sorry, guys. He worked for the King of Spain. Sorry. Yes, sorry. His name is Juan Pablo Ramirez. I just don't know why they cast the most Scottish person in history in a film about Scotland as the only person who isn't Scottish yes, in the film, and a, and a Frenchman as a Scottish person. Yes. Yeah. Um, He's from lads. Now that's places. a fucking mystery. That is. It is. We should do the casting of Highlander <laughs> and the 1989 Brit Awards, please. <laughs> is that the one with Samantha Fox? Yeah, Mick yeah. Fleetwood. I've, wanna, I've seen that on on um, compilation shows, mm. so I know what you're talking about. I watched it go out live. I'm still traumatized by it. <laughs> um, I'm like these two women. Um, 
All of television history is contained in the box of delights. I've climbed up Nelson's column once before. These are small. And put it down in front of Backpuss. I'm Julia Rayside. Join me and my guests as we dip into our favourite TV memories. Suppose my head like this. You can't tell me what to do. You ain't my mother. I love when a plan comes together. Come and tell us what yours are too. We've all been told we can't discuss nominations. It's a bit of car air. Shut up with a novel on the top. I think I like you, Lovejoy. Find us on Twitter at Box Delights Pod and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Great big owl. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah. Okay, my last theory. Yes. I think David will like this. Okay. Uh, I think the Russians set out to confuse the British and the French. Now, I, I wasn't going to be with you on any of these, but <laughs> yes, yeah. definitely. Because yeah. they, they knew, you know, already the war, the war, the, the revolution is, is starting to, to take hold, you know, mm. waverings of, of revolution there. And they thought, you know what, we should probably get round to it now before the Cold War starts, we'll probably just really confuse um, all the... All yeah, the... 16 years before it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... Let's confuse two women in France. Exactly. Could have been a test run. Yeah, of 
they're um <laughs> Um, what's it called? You know, when you do psychological warfare. Right, yes. Mm, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so all the Russians are dressing up in, in treacorn tr- tr- hats just to... Uh, oh, just to freak them out. Just to freak them out. I have brought plow to confuse <laughs> them. Very good, Yuri. That is excellent <laughs> initiative you have taken there to bring plow this I way. I have put a woman under tree. Oh, that would be very confusing. <laughs> it is not where a woman goes. I if you notice, sketch. it is here, and she might not, the other one might not see it. Yes. <laughs> Put a woman up in that in that window, because only one will probably see that, while, while the other is distracted by the tree woman. So you agree, it's a very solid. Theory. It's very solid theory. I have a I have another theory. You have theory. I've listened to all the evidence. Yeah. And I have a th- I have a theory that might blow this case wide open. I doubt it. Uh, nothing happened at all. <laughs> <laughs> Two women got a bit lost. Yep. It was quite hot. They were drunk. <laughs> That's why they wandered off from the crowd in the first yep, place. Yep. Um, they saw some of the same things and they were looking in different directions at other times and then they rejoined their party and that was it. I mean, uh, that sounds highly unlikely to me, but I, I would I will admit that um although they although they personally said that they could never find a, any map current maps with any of the stuff they'd seen on it, uh, some other people did find some maps with right, some of that yeah. stuff on it. So they're just not very good at navigating. Or that, or paying attention. to Oh, you say going. women can't drive. No, I'm Sounds saying like you these say women two can't drive. women. I mean, I can't drive. So. Uh, t- I can't drive. <laughs> oh, I can drive. Or navigate. <laughs> I will often exit a shop and walk the wrong way. Well, it is a very big Versailles. Is a very very big garden. Yeah, with lots. Of... Fair enough. Also, the lack of wind. They could very well have been in a walled garden. Have mm. they heard of walled gardens? I think it might just have been a hot day. A hot day in a walled garden. Um, they've never found their way back to the walled garden. No. Also, you wouldn't. If you were wandering around not drunk, you'd go, oh, I'm probably not allowed in there. Yeah. I mean, do you think, all right, okay, okay, let's say, let's say me and you are walking down uh, a quiet road. Okay. And I see, and then we walk past a man with a monkey on a chain. I don't know. Right, yeah. It's, I mean, that is far weirder than anything they saw. It's totally Just like, if we walk back a, past a man who had two of his own legs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay, let's say we walk past um, someone dressed like a 1920s gangster. Sure. Okay, so weird enough to be noticeable, not so weird that it's like, everyone's like, what? Yeah. And I saw it, I and you didn't. I right. Was this in Shoreditch? Yes. Yeah. Where everyone dresses like you that. You didn't notice it. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying, I think... I think if you if you go through a garden, there's nothing else to look at. You know, it's not like it's not like they're on a train. They're not just she doesn't just whiz past that. She's sitting there under the tree. Yeah. I, how do you not see? How do you well, both not see? I will tell you an anecdote that, expl- <laughs> that backs me up on this All one. Right. I I once went scuba diving uh, in Tenerife. And everyone else... Sounds like he just wants to tell us he went to Tenerife. Everyone else. I've done so many things with David now, and this is the second time he's talking about (laughs) scuba diving. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's probably the same story. Uh, But um, everyone else on the dive saw a a shark, Uh and I did not. Because you know what? I did not look in the correct direction at the correct time. Possibly they thought you were the shark. Maybe they did. (laughs) Maybe they did. I had my white wetsuit on. Um, With my I've, thin backpack. Yep. I always take a backpack scuba diving. <laughs> I've got a theory. What's okay. that? Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, <laughs> I'd like to say two words to you. Have you heard of Mary Poppins? <gasps> yes. Here we go. This is what I'm talking about. Proper theories. Okay, I'm okay. sorry. All right. She's visited these two, uh-huh. taken them back in time, yes. through the chalk in yes. the floor. They've seen historical people. Yes. They've had a sing song. Mm-hmm. Then nice. they've come out of the drawing. Yes. And uh, I don't know if you've seen Mary Poppins Returns. I have, yes. Not yet. At the end, not a spoiler, this isn't. Okay. 
That sounded like Yoda then. Um, she <laughs> says, they'll forget in the morning. And Mary goes, they always do. Because my lessons are worthless. <laughs> so I think they've gone into a chalk drawing mm. by Bert the chimney sweep. Yes, the yep. chimney sweep. Or the French equivalent. Or the French equivalent, Le Bert. Yes. Is he, does he Madame Popine. Very bad French accent. Yes. Bonjour. It would be Christ- no, Christopher Lambert is French. It would be the English American equivalent of Christopher Lambert. Uh, Christophe Lambert. Uh, it could just be Dick Van Dyke again. Adam be. Sandler. Doing a bad French accent. Oh, Dick Van God. Dyke's very old, but he can still dance. Uh, who did a French It was. Um, uh, oh, God. Dick Van Dyke's Oh, Steve Martin. Name. Steve Martin. It's exactly go. who I was. Well done. Well Thanks. read from my there face. There we go. Steve Martin as Libert. Yes. Le Chimney Sweeper. Yes. Mm. Uh, he says, come and do my chalk picture. I will show you the past with my popping. <laughs> with my with my art. And they go, yeah. oh, the, the past quite underwhelming. <laughs> Look, there is a woman under a tree. There is a plough. It is slightly different to the ones you have now. <laughs> and then they and then they, they go on a merry-go-round with penguins. Yep. And yep. they come out. And then they uh, and they forget the penguin stuff, but they remember the plough and the woman. Yes. They get everything memorable yeah. and interesting, <laughs> and they just remember the plough. They don't and remember the, woman. the song. Yeah, the song was actually quite mediocre, oh, so yeah, it's well, probably good. Enough. How did the song go? Just? It went. Look at the plough <laughs> and the penguin and the woman under the tree. Look at me. Do, do, do. It's a jolly holiday with the French equivalent of Mary. <laughs> Marie. Marie. There you go. Sold. So what are we going for then? Um, I like that one actually. Yeah, I mean, it's the best theory. How long have other we done? Other than the truth. Have we done enough time for this? Oh yeah. Oh, we've yeah. done uh, twenty-eight minutes. Okay, great. Does that include the four minutes we did? No, I've I've done some quick maths. Oh great, Dave's sweet. In that board. case, I think we should go for uh, chalk drawing Mary Poppins. Yeah, fine. I'm quite proud of that. Yeah, no, that's that's fine. Well, I like it. I think it pulls both our theories together. Mm. What of nothing happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, we're both, and that's how that's how it works because both opinions are equally valid, and that is how democracy works. Is that even and if my opinion is stupid, I should get to. We have to compromise yeah. with it. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I want to say, just for the record, you being a woman doesn't yeah. mean your opinion is invalid. If anything, it's more valid. It's because I'm an idiot. No, no, no. <laughs> it's more valid, right? I mean, I did choose a story about two stupid women, so it's all my own fault. They're not necessarily They're not stupid. stupid. They've just, they've just. No, confused. don't patronise me. They've been, <laughs> okay. they've been bewitched by song. Yeah. I think they believed it happened. I agree. Mm. I think they yeah. did. Yeah. I think they did. Most mad people think things happen. <laughs> right. All people think things happen. Imagine if this podcast wasn't happening and it was just a shared hallucination. Sometimes I feel like it is. <laughs> Once I thought someone talked to me when I was having a wee at a party. Right, and they did I went it. into the toilet and I was having a wee. I'd been up a long time yeah. in the night and I heard someone say hello. <gasps> and I got really freaked out. I went downstairs and just didn't. I just told everybody that I'd, see, I'd heard a ghost. Yeah. And it turned out a couple of days later, my friend had hidden in the shower. <laughs> and I thought, that's funny, but you've watched me have a wee, yeah. which is a bit weird. Right, yeah. And, he and if he's listening... You're, you're weird. I really weird. pulled a prank on you. He just sort of said hello, which is underwhelming. It freaked me out, though. It was quite a scary way to say hello. How did he say it? Like, hello. Hello. Yeah. Nice. Don't forget to wipe. Look at this plough. I was having a wee. Don't forget to wipe. <laughs> he did have a plough, though. Oh, how <laughs> a old? Tri-corner how plow. old? <laughs> it was a really old one. Right. Yeah. I'm interested. <laughs> well, there can be no doubt that we've shut the lid successfully on that one. No one can even... I mean, they might as well burn the history books Thank now you. because we've solved it. I thought we did. 
Thanks very much for listening, if you did. And we'll see you next time. We will not see anyone. We won't see anybody. Oh, and also, thanks everybody who sent in mysteries for us to do. I did ask you to do that, and then we haven't used any of them. Series three. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. It's not that they weren't very good. They were. were, One of them was absolutely brilliant, but I'd had my heart set on these from the last series. Yeah. And I'm sure we all did. Mm. There's so many to get through. Yeah. Demystifying the world. Mm. Mm. It takes a long time. It's a difficult task. That's nice, though. You know, it means we can keep doing it until we die. It does. And someone did say that this is like a Radio 4 programme. Oh. Really? I thought that's a very nice thing to say. Oh, oh, I think that's nice. Unless they meant it in a derogatory sense. Yeah, it was sort of whimsical and meandering. Yeah. Well, talking it, of which, yeah. thank you very much and goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, by the oh, way, sorry, yeah. I should say. Oh, what should you I say? Forgot, I always forget this bit. You can right. follow the podcast at, at allratherpod. Eleanor is at Eleanor Morton. At Mr. David Reed and I'm at Mr. Ken Shabby. If you want to follow us, get in touch with us. We'll ignore you then as well. Do you think I should change mine to at Mr. Eleanor Morton? So that would be good. Yeah. You know what? I think you should. So let's keep yeah. on brand. Well, mine's not even my real name. That's true. It's Michael Palin's real name. Isn't Michael it? Palin's real name, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, bye. 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 <laughs>
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.